Hey, this is Adam Thielen. Cousins back to pass. Fastball right. Caught! Touchdown! Cousins to Adam Thielen. If you're listening to the station, you can count on KDLM Detroit Lakes. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Do it live. I can all write it and we'll do it live. There's a lot of morons in the mainstream media that just don't get it. Join the conversation on Facebook Live as they stream the show live from the KDLM studio. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Hello and welcome. If you're competent in an age of incompetence, that makes you appear extraordinary. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Forest Hills Resort is not responsible for errant shots. <laughs> they must have known Zeke was coming. Is he from? I'm from Detroit Lakes. I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion. Detroit Lakes go crazy! We're still here! We're still here! Get up! Come on, get up! If you're as tight as I am! Yeah! Thirteen forty, Candy Eleven, the station you can count on. Happy Tuesday, everybody! Taco John's Taco Tuesday, ninety-nine cent hard shell beef tacos at Taco John's all day today, and a fun show planned for the Candy Eleven Sports Wrap. My name is Zeke. Double guest Tuesday today. A couple minutes, we joined by Lake Park Audubon football coach PJ Peterson to talk about their season so far and his first year as a varsity head coach. You know, his, his dad coaches at Pillager. So a lot of coaching history in that Peterson family. We'll talk to PJ coming up in about 10 minutes here. Second half of the wrap, it's a waiver wire Tuesday here on KDLM. We'll have Kevin Payne from Rotowire and Rotowire.com on to answer fantasy questions. I just snuck by in my matchup last night. I was sitting pretty. I needed three points from Daniel Carlson last night to beat my opponent, and I got two and a half somehow. I don't know how. I've I've never been more disappointed in Daniel Carlson in my entire life, is what a Minnesota Vikings fan would not say. I love Daniel Carlson, but I'm frustrated at the same time. Kevin Payne, Rotowire, fantasy questions, text him in, 847-2001. That is the KDLM Text Club, powered by Carbonins and Carbonins.com. If you've got a lineup question, you've got a waiver wire question, you got any kind of fantasy football question, shoot me a text, and I'll ask Kevin when he's on the sports wrap right around 9.50 this morning. Let's rewind the last 24 hours in sports, beginning with some uh, some Timberwolves preseason action last night. Rewind time. Rewind. The Timberwolves opened up the preseason last night with a win against the New Orleans Pelicans, a 40-point second quarter for the Wolves and they hang on to win 117-114 at Target Center last night. Five Wolves players finishing with double digits as D'Angelo Russell and Carlton Towns led the way with 19 and 15, respectively. You had newcomer Patrick Beverly, six dimes, two steals in the victory. The Wolves will be on the road against Denver coming up on Friday. The Wild also won their first preseason game of the season last night, hosting the Avalanche at the Excel Energy Center. Kirill Kaprizov, Jonas Brodin, Jared Spurge, and guys that didn't play in last Thursday's loss to the Avs all scored goals for the Wild. Kaprizov also notching two assists. Kapokakinen much better than he was against the Blues last Monday. Stopped 15 of 16 shots that he faced. Minnesota back in action hosting the St. Louis Blues tomorrow. Some football injury and COVID-related news, starting with the Golden Gophers. Trey Potts continuing to receive medical care in Indiana following the Gophers' 20-13 win over Purdue 
on Saturday. Potts left the game in the fourth quarter, did not return, uh, with some fans in attendance saying they saw him being placed on a stretcher and taken by a hospital to the ambulance. It remains unclear if Potts is dealing with an injury or something else. The Gophers did release a statement that says Potts was immediately observed and treated by the team's medical staff and then was transported to a hospital for further observation. At this time, Potts remains in Indiana with his family and is receiving medical attention. His condition is improving, and he is doing well. Further updates on Potts' condition will be released by the university when they become available. Potts rushed for 78 yards and a touchdown on 15 carries against Purdue for the season. He has 552 rushing yards, which ranks ninth in the nation and second in the Big Ten, trailing only Kenneth Walker III of Michigan State, who leads the country in rushing yards with 680. Just when you thought that this uh, the Vikings defensive back situation, Bashad Breland versus Cam Dancer, couldn't get any worse. I mean, Bashad Breland, not great. Everyone's calling for him to be benched, but then you've got the struggling Cam Dantzler behind him. So it's kind of like pick your poison. Do you want Bashad Breland or do you want Cam Dantzler? Well, Cam Dantzler likely won't be available for the Vikings on Sunday against the Lions because Cam Dantzler has been placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. Tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, unclear if he's been vaccinated or not, but Dantzler will be out 10 days now under the league's COVID protocol. Dantzler played pretty well on Sunday against the Browns, the highest coverage grade on the team in that 14-7 loss to Cleveland. The positive test now puts the Vikings in a pretty uh, pretty rough situation. Uh, Bashad Breland left Sunday's game with a non-COVID illness. Bashad hasn't been, like I just said, effective on the field at all, he ranks uh, dead last out of 79 qualifying cornerbacks in pro football focuses defensive grades. Uh, Chris Boyd also missed Sunday's game, and now Dantzler puts them in a, in a in a pretty rough spot. I was watching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and uh, who are they playing? Oh, yeah, the Patriots. Nah, I watched that game on Sunday Night Football, and, and looking at the Patriots' defensive backfield as well, they're missing three starters. I mean, they, they signed Richard Sherman on Wednesday, and Sherman was starting that game and just getting eaten up by... Rookie Mac Jones in that one. Every time I I I start paying attention to the game, it was it was Richard Sherman. I know defensive holding, pass interference, giving up a big play. So at least we we don't have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary. I guess. I mean, we still got Harrison Smith. We got that going for us. Vikings Lions noon kickoff on Sunday pregame show at eleven o'clock. Join on the phone Asian now with the head coach Vikings of the Lake football, Park Ottoman Raider football team, Coach PJ Peterson, joins me this morning. Coach, how are you doing today? Uh, doing pretty good. So looking at, the, at just at the at the schedule for for the Raiders, kind of been an up and down season. You guys, you guys lost your first two to some pretty tough teams, and then uh, a two game winning streak in the middle where you averaged like forty six points a game, and then uh, the the winning streak came to a to an end uh, against the Wadena Creek Wolverines on Friday. It looks like. Yeah, you know, uh, we 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 had two of the best teams in our district we, uh, right away, you know, and we played pretty well. We put up a, a fight, I thought, and then got two wins, which which we needed to increase the confidence. And then Friday night against uh, Wadena, you know, uh, kind of a mismatch with their spread offense, and uh, our our defense just did not uh, play well. And uh, you know, we beat ourselves more than Wadena beat us by thirty three points. I think, you know. Uh, we tightened some things up, and we're we're in that ball game. But uh, you know, we just got to focus on not beating LPA, which we we, we kind of have a tendency to do when we get get into those tougher games. So, introduce us to some of the kids uh, on the team that have been making some some noise for you. Uh, you know, so uh, 
Uh, Brody Chilton, uh, one of our running backs and uh, linebackers, uh, he, he's been doing a great job for us, you know, starting to be a solid guy running the rock for us. Uh, Drew Harris, uh, a sophomore, he, he's got some speed. You know, he's been our, kind of our home run back and our guy that, uh, you know, is consistent uh, in, in the defensive backfield and uh, cleaning things up for our guys there. Caden uh, uh, Besky. Uh, our quarterback, you know, he's starting to settle down in that pocket and starting to throw the ball pretty well. Uh, Trent Bierke, uh, he, he's a he's a consistent uh, wide senior wide receiver, uh, tight end for us. You know, catching the ball pretty well uh, and, and consistently. Uh, and uh, uh, Carson Hamry's kind of anchoring our offensive line as a senior for us and doing a great job there, uh, both offensive and defensive lines. You know, he's he's kind of the leader out there. Uh, doing a great job, you know. We might not see it in the stat sheet, but uh, you know he's a great leader and uh, gets guys to play really hard. Talking head coach of the Lake Park Ottoman Raider football team, PJ Peterson, this morning on the KDLM Sports Wrap. So, coach, what are I, I know we don't want to talk about too much about last year in the shortened season and the COVID restrictions, but a, a couple of coaches I've talked to over the last couple of weeks have have mentioned some positives and takeaways that they had from last season. Anything that you learned last year that you've implemented into your coaching regimen this year? Uh, you know, it's 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 just kind of uh, embracing that each day is uh, is, uh, is isn't isn't given. You know, it's it's a blessing to go out there and practice and play football. You get to play football today. You don't have to play football. You know, so that's what I kind of tried to preach to the guys. You know, you get to play this game. You get to be out here with with, with your friends and uh, with your family. We call we try to preach a family. You know, and every opportunity is another opportunity to to prove something and have fun playing a great game, uh, a great sport that I have a lot of passion for. And I, I know a lot of guys have a passion for it. So, you know, they get to go out there, they get to practice, we get to get better each day, and then we get to play on Friday nights, you know, and kind of get back to a sense of normalcy, which is awesome. Look at the schedule the next two weeks, uh, a pretty tough one. You've got one of the top teams in in, uh, in Class 8A. I mean, a good matchup with Adeborup West. Uh, with the the Polk County West Thunder, you guys have them uh, this Friday, and then a four and one Pine River Bacchus team as well before ending the season against two and three Warroad. What are the keys to the matchup uh, this Friday night against Polk County West? Um, you know, we just gotta go back to our, our basics. Is what we really need to do offensively. We need to sustain drives. If we can sustain drives and stay on the field, I think we're gonna be we're gonna be just just fine. Uh, defensively, we just got to work on our on our, our fundamentals. You know, every everything is there. It's just we tend to overthink some things, and and uh, you know that's not good when you want guys just to play football. Just go out there and be athletes. You know, we we've repped stuff in practice. You know, it looks good, and then come Friday night, you know, sometimes we make some mistakes, and we have a tendency to get uh, a little too down, and and it's okay. You know, Polk County West is going to come in. They're going to fight. They're a good team. They're going to score some points. They're going to get some yards, but that's not the end of the world. We can we can move the ball, and we've proved that we can move the ball against some pretty tough opponents and that we can score against some pretty tough opponents. And it's just about being confident and doing our jobs and not beating ourselves and getting to a point where, you know, we beat ourselves too much now that – now. Uh, you know, good teams are going to capitalize on that. And if we make mistakes, Polk County West, they're going to capitalize on it. And we just got to play our game of football, do our jobs, and I, I think we'll be just fine. Has it been kind of weird this season not playing anybody inside Section 6? Uh, you know, yeah, it, it, it has been a little different. But, I mean, this is my, my, my first year, so I'm kind of – 
uh, used to some of these teams. My dad's the head coach out at Pillager, so I know some of these teams. I've been around the game of Minnesota football, so uh, you know it. It would been been nice to play some uh, section opponents before section playoffs, but you know uh, we're we're getting tested against some pretty tough teams, and th- that's really uh, getting us ready for for the section playoffs, and hopefully we can do some damage there. But you know. Uh, every week is, is, is a blessing. Like I said, you know, it's, it's great to play some great opponent opponents and see where we stack up and our guys are really rising to the challenge. You know, they haven't had a lot of success around here in the past. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're not backing down from any challenge and stepping up to all the opponents and they're doing a great job. So. And the LP Raiders return home this Friday, taking on Polk County West. Kickoff from Lake Park Ottoman is 7 o'clock against the Polk County West Thunder. Coach Peterson, thanks so much for joining us today. Go Raiders. We'll chat again soon. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for having me. Coming up next on KDL, we'll be joined by Kevin Payne of Rotowire and Rotowire.com. Keep those fantasy questions rolled into the KDLM Text Club inbox, 847-2001. We'll talk to Kevin Payne from Rotowire next on the Grap. I'm Omar Reese with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. The Las Vegas Raiders undefeated no more. Justin Herbert throwing three touchdowns, and despite a home crowd full of Raiders fans, Herbert and the Chargers handed Vegas their first loss of the season with a 28-14 win on Monday night. Chargers are 3-1 for the first time since 2014. After missing the second half of the 49ers' loss to Seattle with a calf contusion, Jimmy Garoppolo has a chance to play on Sunday. That according to head coach Kyle Shanahan. If Garoppolo is unable to go, Niners first rounder Trey Lance will get his first career start in Arizona. Panthers coach Matt Rule leaving the door open for Christian McCaffrey to return this Sunday against the Eagles. The star running back missed Sunday's loss to the Cowboys because of a strained hamstring suffered the previous week. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Napa know-how. At Napa, buy a five-quart jug of Mobile One motor oil and save $10 on a pair of wiper blades. It's the perfect autumn deal. Mobile One for colder weather, new wipers for the rain, and an extra $10 to buy Halloween candy you'll most likely eat yourself. We're not judging. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating locations, does not include taxes and fees. Advertised sale price not available in some states. Ends 10-31-21. Geico presents Monster Counseling. Dracula, tell me how you're feeling. No one understands how lonely it is. No one will even let me into their house. I knock and I knock, but they ignore me. Uh Uh-huh. What else? I look in the mirror and (laughs) I don't even see myself anymore. If you don't see yourself clearly, can you really expect others to? I'm having a breakthrough. It's not easy to be a vampire. But with Geico, it's super easy to switch and save hundreds on your car insurance. In January of 2017, I was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And within 24 hours of that diagnosis, uh, we found ourselves here in Memphis at St. Jude. They knew what they were doing. They knew how they were going to treat her. They laid out this elaborate plan. We didn't know what the future was or if there even was a future. But with St. Jude, there was. (laughs) Not that long ago, the survival rate was 4%. 4%. But through the work and research that St. Jude does, that's now 94%. And you know how that got done? It's through donations. By people getting behind this mission, 
that no child dies in the dawn of life. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Leighton Broadcasting in Detroit Lakes is now hiring for a part-time administrative assistant. You'll work flexible hours Monday through Friday with a great group of people and Daisy, our office dog. Duties include answering phones and greeting visitors, as well as prepare electronic reports. If you're great with people in person and over the phone, reliable and willing to learn, we want to speak with you. To apply, call Leighton Broadcasting at 847-5624 or email your resume to dloffice at leightonbroadcasting.com. Leighton Broadcasting is an equal opportunity employer it's dynamic homes annual open house tour the plant check out the model homes and talk to dynamic homes sales team the open house takes place friday october 8th from 4 to 7 and saturday october 9th from 10 to 2 take a guided factory tour and walk through the dynamic home models open for your viewing plus the sales team will be available to answer your questions the open house october 8th and 9th at dynamic homes in detroit lakes This is the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. The University of Minnesota football team beat Purdue 20-13 this past Saturday to get to 3-2 on the season. We'll hear from Gopher signal caller Tanner Morgan when we come back. Wiley Wallaby Licorice has elite flavor, elite softness, elite deliciousness. We won't settle for anything less than elite, and neither should you. And that's why we're giving you a chance to win the Elite Gopher Fan Sweepstakes, presented by Cub and Holiday Station Stores. If you're the Elite Grand Prize winner, you'll receive four Elite tickets to the Gophers Illinois game, parking, an Elite game day experience, a year's supply of Wiley Wallaby, and more. Enter at WileyWallaby.com. Wiley Wallaby Licorice, the official licorice of the Golden Gophers. It's what the Elite eat. Golden Gopher quarterback Tanner Morgan showed a lot of emotion in the victory over Purdue on Saturday and spoke with our Justin Guard about that. Football's meant to be fun. Football's meant to be played with with emotion, but not emotional. Um, and when you enjoy what you're doing, you tend to play a little bit better too. Uh, and when you just enjoy every moment. And so that's just something that I really focus on this week is just loving every moment um, and enjoying it. And so, I, yeah, it was a lot of fun. You had your security blanket back in um, Crab. Coach even told us in the coaches show this week. He's like, "Hey, it's a big, it's a big guy to have missing out there for everybody." So you go to him early, you get him established early. What's it like just having his presence back on the field? Yeah, it's huge because uh, obviously one, his leadership for our team, uh, and then second, uh, just the dynamic he brings to the field. Being able to just throw it up and he's just gonna go get it. Uh, you just gotta throw it in a, you know, in a garage and he'll go catch the ball. Uh, but it was it was a lead for him to get started fast and to have him back, and uh, it's really fun to, to be playing football with seven. That's Golden Gophers senior quarterback Tanner Morgan. Minnesota is off this week with a bye and will return to the field at home against Nebraska one week from Saturday. Tickets for that game are available at gophersports.com. That's the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Graham. Auctionblock.com. First with online equipment auctions in 1999. First in worldwide registered users. Sell with a leader. Auctionblock.com. Call Auctionblock today. 218-483-7880. To celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great rates, we gave this song surprisingly great leaders. State Farm is there. 
This is Boomer Esiason with the CBS Sports Minute, sponsored by Lexicon, your holistic provider of practice management software and legal support services. Earlier, I noted that the all-pro Kelsey brothers, Travis and Jason, had a reunion in the city of brotherly love. The NFL is blessed with multiple sets of siblings, including the McCourty and Griffin twins and the three Watts. While the Mannings are enjoying a bye this week, two other pairs of brothers are making names for themselves. Jets defensive tackle Quinnen Williams and his brother linebacker Quincy made history Sunday as the first brothers to have a sack for the same team in the same game since sacks became an official statistic back in 1982. Buffalo wideout Stefan Diggs has been a household name since catching the Minneapolis Miracle four years ago. Now his younger brother Dallas cornerback Trevon leads the league with five picks in four games. Oh brothers, I'm Boomer Esiason. Rehab Authority is now open in Detroit Lakes, a new clinic for treating all conditions in physical therapy, including back, neck, and sports injuries. Rehab Authority offers complimentary consults and injury screens, same-day appointments, direct access, and a leader who has been in the field for over 30 years. Clinic manager Kim Anderson is excited to bring his years of experience back to the Lakes area. Rehab Authority invites you to their grand opening Wednesday, October 6th from 47, located in the McKinley Plaza, Detroit Lakes. Here's your KDON weatherology forecast. High temperatures pushing up into the upper 70s for today under lots of sun. And for tonight, mostly clear skies, a low of 57. Still sunny skies, mild conditions on Wednesday, working up to a high of 76. Thursday, a blend of clouds and sunshine, high of 74. And just a slight chance for an afternoon shower on Friday, mid-70s for highs. That's your latest forecast. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll. Thirteen forty, KDLM, the station you can count on. Welcome back to the KDLM Sports Wrap on a Taco John's Taco Tuesday. Don't forget, ninety-nine cent hard shell beef tacos at Taco John's all day today. It's a waiver wire Tuesday presented by Taco John's. Hit those waiver wires hard today because there's a lot of guys that deserve looks after big weeks last week. We're joined by Kevin Payne of Rotowire and Rotowire.com on the Sports Wrap this morning. Kevin, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm actually thinking about making the trip from Buffalo out to your neck of the woods just to go and get some 99-cent tacos at Taco John's. <laughs> Do it. I'll, I'll buy. If, if you come out here from Buffalo, I will buy you Taco <laughs> John's. So let's talk about some fantasy football. How, how did your teams do, first of all? Winners? Uh, yeah, they're doing okay. Um, it's tough. I, it, the one thing I find is that I'm answering so many other people's questions and writing for the site that sometimes I lose track of my own fantasy team. So <laughs> it's very important today to go ahead because most waivers run today to uh, go ahead and get out there and take a look at some of these guys who are on waivers. If you're one and three, if you're zero and four, don't carry over your fab budget because it doesn't carry over to the next season. Yep. Do what you got to do now because, uh, you know, I see with fantasy football, you got to go ahead and make the playoffs because then anything can happen. It's a little bit different than fantasy baseball where it's kind of more of a marathon. With fantasy football, it's a little bit more of a sprint. So if you're in a bad spot right now, do not hold back on bidding tonight for your waiver wire. Yeah, a, a, a whole bunch of guys out there that should be available on waiver wire. Let's start with kind of the, the, the number one pickup uh, in Chicago. I mean, it, it's weird to be talking about Chicago offensive players, the way they performed against Cleveland two weeks ago, 47 total yards. Everyone was on DEFCON 1 on Chicago offensive players 
But no, this week there's not just one, but there's two guys, kind of must-adds in all fantasy formats. Yes, Damian Williams is going to be the top ad of the week, I think. We're not going to find out till tomorrow. I don't know why the Bears are keeping this secretive, but they're saying that it sounds like it's a hyperextended knee for David Montgomery, which does not sound good. I'm guessing at least two, maybe three weeks he's out. So Damian Williams, we've seen him do it in, in Kansas City. He can handle all three downs. He catches passes out of the backfield if you're in a PPR league. So he's going to be the top ad this week, I think, overall for fantasy football. And then Darnell Mooney is fantastic, as long as they can get him the ball. Mm-hmm. And granted, this was a prime matchup against the Detroit Lions this week <laughs> at home, much different than playing the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland with Miles Garrett going absolutely crazy. So I still have faith in Justin Fields. I think there's going to be a little bit of a few bumps along the way. But Darnell Mooney is that type of wide receiver who gets open downfield. He's quick. He's fast. He's agile. Uh, and Al Robinson's still the top dog there, but uh, Darnell Mooney's probably like a 1B at this point and a guy that you could definitely take a look at and can help your fantasy team at wide receiver. Another backfield to watch this week is the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Mixon, day-to-day. Uh, and so that opens up the possibility of, of another waiver wire pickup for uh, some some games from a backup in Cincinnati. Who are the guys to watch on the waiver wire there? Yeah, Samaj P. Ryan. Um, he's not had really efficient numbers if you look at uh, going back and looking at his game logs and what he's done over his career. However, that being said, the Bengals definitely use Joe Mixon as a three-down back, so it would make sense that they go ahead and use P. Ryan. And the great thing is Joe Burrow is back. He's completely healthy. He's got a great set of wide receivers. T. Higgins will be back in a few weeks. Uh, we've seen Tyler Boyd, who's only 26 years old. I mean, it seems like he was the forgotten man, given that they've got Jamar Chase and they had T. Higgins. They've got a great set of wide receivers. So, Tamazi P. Ryan is going to help uh, the opposing defense with that passing game. It's going to help keep opposing defenses honest. So, Tamazi P. Ryan would be another guy that I would take a look at if we go ahead and see a more definitive uh, report on how long Joe Mixon is going to be out. I spent a lot of free agent dollars on Samaj P. Ryan back in 2017 when he was with Washington. Had one really good game, like 130 yards and a touchdown, and then had like a 100-yard game after that, and then uh, helped me miss the playoffs that year because I had no fantasy auction dollars left because well, I used them all on, on Samaj P. Ryan. Let's talk about the the Sunday, or like, excuse me, last night's football game. Uh, Derek Carr showing that he's human last night. Uh, Mike Williams just one catch. Uh, but Josh Jacob owner is pretty happy this morning. Yeah, they, and they should be. It looks like he's going to be back. Um, I like what the Raiders did, just giving him a couple weeks off and, and kind of going ahead and using him with the white gloves. So he should be fine going forward. And i got to admit this, even though they lost last night, uh, the Raiders are for real. And there's something there with Gruden. They gave him a $100 million contract. There's something there. And I totally was off on this. I did not think they were going to be a good football team. And that division is really wide open. I do like Chargers. I think that there's a lot there. Justin Herbert is fantastic. Austin Eckler out of the backfield. He's mm-hmm. got two good wide receivers. Don't worry about Mike uh, Williams. Not a great game last night, but he'll be just fine going forward. Like I just said about the, when we were talking about uh, the Bengals, you look at Mike Williams, he's like a 1B on a lot of teams. He would be the top wide receiver. We've been waiting for him to break out. He's doing that this season, so he'll be just fine. And Keenan Allen is just fantastic. Just runs, might be the best route runner in the league. So last uh, last night, a lot of things away from that game. Uh, two very good teams who could be vying for that AFC title. 
Talk to Kevin Payne from Rotowire and Rotowire.com. Let's talk about the New York Giants offense real quick. Uh, Daniel Jones, uh, yeah, he fumbles a lot, but he can put up some huge numbers. He's doing that again this season. And now he's got a couple of his wide receivers dealing with some hamstring injuries. Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, uh, questionable heading into this week. And so that, that leaves guys like uh, rookie Kadarius Toney. He had nine targets last week, 78 yards in a rushing attempt against New Orleans. Is he worth uh, looks, or are we gonna, what are we going to see from the Giants offense here moving forward? Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of Saquon Barkley. He looks like he's all the way back, too. Um, he was definitely making moves, scoring uh, touchdowns like we used to see when he first came out of Penn State. Uh, but Canary's Tony, I, told, I wrote about him last week, believe it or not, just kind of reading the tea leaves and seeing that. As you said, there was a couple of injuries for those wide receivers, so this guy all of a sudden is going to be put into the limelight. And let's see a look at what's happened this year. These rookie wide receivers, are getting things done. They're being very fantasy relevant, so it was not shocking. Kadarius Tony just looks really fast, really quick out there. So I don't mind going ahead and picking him up. If he's still out there on waivers, as long as Sterling Shepard and Slayton are going to be out, he's definitely going to have a prominent role in this offense. Let us on Christian McCaffrey. I know uh, number one pick in, in most fantasy drafts. If, if he wasn't the number one pick, I'd reevaluate uh, the guys you're drafting with. But uh, expected to test that hamstring out tomorrow. Uh, what's the the latest on McCaffrey's status? Yeah, so McCaffrey, um, gosh, I kind of think that they go ahead and take a little wait-and-see approach. And as I said uh, earlier, uh, like I think they're going to use the white gloves on this and bring him back along slowly. The team is doing well. They don't need to really go ahead and rush him back. And if you're thinking, hey, we can make the playoffs and we can go forward, we've got to go ahead and make sure that he's completely healthy. So, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him out this week, but I'm guessing that he's going to be back within two weeks. It was very telling that they did not put him on injured reserve because then he would have been out for three weeks for sure. But I think that they're going to go ahead and take their time with him, just given the fact that the team has done so well this far. Beginning next week, uh, kind of some some scheduling funkiness and and, and buys begin as well, two games in London. Uh, What's the best course of action for somebody navigating that kind of stuff? Yeah, you just got to be aware, and I, I get a question each and every week with, uh, through social media about, like, who do I start, who do I sit? Just be aware that, especially where you guys are, that we go ahead and make sure yeah. we've got our, our lineup set before 9.30 Eastern time because that's going to be the first game over in London this between the Falcons and the Jets. And then starting next week, I think there's four teams on by for week six, and then I think week seven, I even want to say there's five teams on by. So you just got to go ahead and start planning for that. Make sure you have some good backups on your roster. Each and every week you can go ahead and pick guys up off the waiver wire. So now it's more important than ever. But start taking a look ahead at some of your guys and who you're going to be missing on those bye weeks and make sure you have your lineup set for those early games in London. Kevin Payne from Rotowire and Rotowire.com comes out with uh, some new content on Rotowire.com every Tuesday, specifically waiver wire pickups. What are you working on today, man? Yeah, waiver wire to be up in a couple hours on rotowire.com. I also have a DFS and a DraftKings Sportsbook column coming up on Saturday. So a bunch of different stuff. And one thing I really like about uh, our site is that we go ahead each and every week, take a look at the matchups and guys who we go ahead and rank just based on those matchups because some of those are going to be more favorable than others. Obviously, taking a look at the spreads in Vegas, the over-unders helps as well. Get that content, get some wins in your fantasy football league with Rotowire and Rotowire.com. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us today, man. We'll chat again next Tuesday.
Sounds good, Zeke. Thanks. Can't wait. It's finger looking good. Sweet. Dude. All right, thanks again to Kevin Payne for Rotowire and Rotowire.com for joining us on The Wrap today. If you missed any of that interview, you can go back and re-listen to it momentarily online, kdlmradio.com. You can also subscribe to the KDLM Sports Wrap wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. A couple games in Lakerland today. Boys soccer, they are at Pelican Rapids tonight. Girls soccer, they're home against Hillcrest Lutheran Academy. Volleyball on the road, taking on a very good Thief River Falls Prowler team tonight. One thing I'll be watching, of course, is the beginning of the MLB playoffs. Wild card game tonight. Probably one of the most electric games we're going to see all postseason long. A winner-take-all game. One game, you lose, your season is done, you win. You're heading down to Tampa Bay. Yankees versus Red Sox. In the back of my mind, not the matchup I wanted. I was hoping for Toronto and Seattle. Just because, just something different. But at the same time... Anytime you get Yankees, Red Sox, winner take all, with 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 electricity and tension, and just two teams and two fan bases that, as it's common knowledge, really don't like each other. Going to be a good one tonight. Seven o'clock, first pitch from Boston. Yankees versus Red Sox. Winner moves on to the ALDS five game series against Tampa Bay. Loser goes home. You're in tune to Katie Lambert, Lakes, Minnesota. That's a wrap on the wrap tomorrow. Lindsey Machcaire, head coach of the Laker volleyball team, joins me to recap tonight's game against Thief River Falls and to preview the upcoming playoff schedule for your Detroit Lakes Lakers volleyball team. That interview coming up right around 9.50 tomorrow here on KDLM. Quick CBS News break, and then we're going to begin those classic hits here on KDLM. Stick around.